0: the third companionway to the boat deck, he heard voices, and still being near the ventilator that had just failed to suck him down into the unknown region it ventilated, he slipped behind it. The manoeuvre was necessary, since one of the voices he recognised as the third officer's. You'd better go in, Miss sherringham. the third officer was urging. It's certainly blowy came the response, and then Ben recognised that voice also. It was the voice of the pretty girl in the blue frock. But now she was wearing oilskins. And it's going to get worse, answered the third officer. Nothing whatever to worry about, you know, but it's pleasanter inside. Why did you say there was nothing to worry about? asked the girl. Because there isn't returned the third officer. Or because there is? The third officer laughed. That's much too clever for me. I've been through gales that make this seem like a sea breeze, but but it's a jolly good sea breeze. Now the girl laughed too. (laughs) Won't the dancing floor be wobbly tonight? I wonder how many will be on it. If you're on it, I expect you'll be dancing a solo. I have a higher opinion of British manhood, Mr Haynes. I shall certainly be on it. I rather like the idea of trying to do a slow foxtrot up a moving mountain. Look out! Ben accepted the warning as well as the girl, but none of them ducked quickly enough. The sudden fountain drenched all three. ''Really, Miss Sherringham, I wish you'd go in,'' exclaimed the third officer after the drench. He made no attempt now to hide his anxiety. ''I think I will,'' gasped the girl. ''I'm soaked. But how did you know I was out?'' ''Well, I've eyes. Jolly quick ones. I hadn't been out two minutes before you pounced on me.'' We try to look after our passengers. Beautifully put. Still, you're quite right. I'd no idea it was so awful. I say, what's that? What? Over there. Towards the horizon, where I'm pointing. There came a short silence. The wind rose to a shriek, then died down again. Ben could only hear the voices because the gale was blowing in his direction. I can't see anything, said the third officer. Nor can I now. That mist has blotted it out. It was dark, like a whale, if I saw it at all. And that isn't mist, it's rain, answered the third officer briskly. It'll be here in a moment and drown you. Go inside at once. It's not a request this time, it's an order. Ben heard a little laugh, and then the voices ceased. Footsteps sounded and faded away. Ben was alone again. He waited a second or two. The long terror through which he was to reach the strangest salvation he'd ever known began to grip him. He didn't like his memory of the third officer's tone. He had studied tones. He knew whether that's all right meant that it was or it wasn't, and whether come here meant a kiss or a kick. He knew that the third officer's that's an order meant trouble. This, however, was not the entire cause of Ben's new anxiety. He had an instinct for the tone of a gale as well as the tone of a human being. The instinct was now informing him that the gale was behaving funny. Possibly not another person on board received the warning in precisely the way Ben received it. As though to compensate in some degree for his colossal ignorance, he had been granted an uncomfortable sensitiveness to certain impending occasions— The sensitiveness was variously expressed in various parts of his anatomy. Itching knuckles...